Hello and welcome back to Remember This, a podcast that is part book club, part TV and film vault, and part time capsule, as we take you back to all the childhood pop culture stuff you may or may not have consumed. My name is Matt Bentley-Viney and I am joined today by my wonderful co-host... Gemma Bentley-Viney. Hello. And today we have got a very special episode for you. But first, Gemma, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. Christmas has officially arrived in the Bentley-Viney household. It has. Meg was in her Christmas jumper. We did a photo shoot with her yesterday. Would you like to explain why we were doing that? We weren't just putting our dog through misery for the sake of it. Well, instead of doing gift tags on presents, I wanted to do like a little Polaroid photo of Meg in a Christmas jumper. To be fair, I think she quite enjoyed it because the jumper was very cosy and warm. And we've got fairy lights up, the tree is up. Yes. Well, I mean, our tree is very small. It's in a plant pot. It is. It is in a plant pot. It's from Ikea from a couple of years ago. But yeah, decorations are up. I've started wrapping my Christmas presents. We started watching a horrendous Christmas film on Netflix last weekend. Struggling with Christmas films, actually. Are we? And we've watched all the good ones now. Yeah, and we haven't watched Last Christmas. I think we'll wait until DVD next year, if I'm honest. From the sounds of it, that might end up being on a Remember This one day. Maybe. Who knows? To celebrate Christmas, or the holiday season, if you do not celebrate Christmas, we are going to do something a little bit different today. And we are going to talk about toys. And like presents, things that were on the wish list, things that you would have received and things that generally just loved growing up. So you've got a few things you want to mention. I've gone through a load of websites, which is like toys from the 90s, toys from the noughties. And turns out, actually, the majority of the stuff we'll talk about is from the 90s. And one of mine is from 2001. Well, I have one from 2003. But other than that, it's all in the, the 90s. You're quite old then, aren't you? Yeah, it was more for my brother, but... I also played with them. Well, first of all, I like to kind of, I mean, I think it's such a cliche. You always see on Twitter like, oh, do you remember this? Like, obviously the Argos catalogue. Oh, yeah. I went through the Argos catalogue, definitely. Circling the Argos catalogue. One year I got a groovy chick blow up chair that I circled in the Argos catalogue. Oh, my God. Was it the, uh, like, uh, the pink one? No, it was purple. Because groovy, (sighs) do you know what groovy chick looks like? Is it, it's a massive inflatable chair, right? No, groovy chick's like a um, cartoon character. Oh, no, I didn't know she that. Was very, she I, was very... I know the inflatable chair. I had that on my list as well. And did you not get it? I think we did. I think we did have one. And it actually wasn't that comfy as you would think it would be. It's very, like, squelchy. makes a lot of noises. I don't remember sitting in it. I remember I owned one. And you just never used it? I don't really... Re- I don't even... I don't remember... Maybe I didn't get it. No, I did get it. I definitely did because my mum hid it in the airing cupboard and I saw it. What are your Christmas traditions as well? How would you do presents? Like, were you a Christmas Eve or were you doing Christmas Day? We never did Christmas Eve presents. I feel like that's a very new Pinterest creation where it's like, oh, the Christmas Eve box, which I definitely would like to do if we had children. I've bought into that already thinking, oh, that is that is cute. And you get like Christmas pajamas. But we never did that. As adults, because we split our time between both families, we do some Christmas Eve presents now, don't we? Exchange them. Yeah, sometimes you and me would swap. We used to swap our presents on Christmas Eve because obviously in the after that it was, you know, kind of juggling kind of both the families. Yeah, but we could do it as well. Say like I wasn't going to be seeing my brother on Christmas Day, like properly. Um, we do it Christmas Eve because I think you get to savour it more. Like when you're a kid, all you're trying to do is open the presents as quickly as possible. Yeah. And you're trying to squeeze it all in. And then your parents are trying to get lunch on the go. And it's all a bit hectic. Whereas doing presents on Christmas Eve, I really like it because you actually savour it more. And but you then in the morning, it. if it were, you were a child, and in the morning, you'd still expect loads of presents in the morning too. Well, that's that is the thing. True. Yeah, that's true. But no, we were 
kind of quite traditional Christmas morning. Yeah, same. Stocking first. Because some people do it after lunch and no. Matt doesn't have a stocking though. He has a Christmas sack. I do have a sack. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw the size of your and Geordie's stockings, I was like, oh well, my. Well, no. We, when we were young, we had... It's, it's embarrassing really, but when we were young, we had stockings. Now it's kind of turned into a sack. I love that though, because normally it's the opposite. I know. I love that. As you've got older, you've gotten, it's gotten more. I, I like know. that. I don't really ever, I always would get the um, kind of traditional satsuma. Did you ever eat it? Yeah. Oh, I good. like satsumas. And one year, I mean, I don't know why this is the only stocking gift I can remember. My mum was going to be gutted when she listens to this going, like, I have all of them. This is, this is the one. What, what do you remember? So, I think we bought it from Staple Abbey, which was my favourite place growing up. It, I would have got married there if it was still there today. It was um, in kind of the Wimborne area where we grew up and it had like a fairy grotto and it did the best Father Christmas in my opinion. Um, I think it was from there, but it was like a wooden toy where you got to get the ball into the little, you know, it's like a, you hold it and it has a ball and a string. Yeah. I, oh, oh. No, you got to get the ball into the little. Oh, like the cup. Yeah. Ball that? and cup. Ball and cup. Yeah, uh-huh. I know what you mean. Got that mean. one, yeah. I always used to get like an annual. It might have been the Simpsons yeah. or it might have been like a Beano one or something like that. That would always be in there. Yeah, I always got an annual as well. I always got like a, I swear I always used to get like a little parachute man type thing and you could chuck him up and he would like land Guinness softly. Book of Records. My yeah, brother got one year. every year. Yeah, every I got year one every got, year. Yeah, that's obviously like a proper... Boyfriend. Gr- yeah. I wonder if that's still a thing now. Do people still kind of so, buy... I hope so because I used to love... I, it's sad. I would only ever read it once. And it would be at Christmas. But I used to really like going through. And my favourite bit was always seeing the the googly eyes and things like that. Oh, I know. I can't look at that, man. I know. I know the one you mean. I can't. And I like tornadoes as well. I still do love tornadoes. What's what's that got to do with Christmas? No, because... (laughs) I like tornadoes. (laughs) No, because in the Guinness Book of Records, it would have a little bit on like tornadoes. I I don't remember that. that. I used to get football things. It might have been like a football annual again or stickers. Mm -hmm. Football cards, that type of thing. Socks would always go in the old... Uh, yeah, I, I used to always get quite stocking. cute clothes. I'd always get like a nice little like top or something like around Christmas Day. I used to always get thank you cards. Oh, Every year I'd get thank you cards. Then like the day after, like on Boxing Day, I'd sit out with all my presents. And I'd write out my thank you cards. I definitely wrote thank you cards, but I used to hate doing it. That's horrible. <laughs> I know. You ungrateful little boy. <laughs> to be fair, I got thank you cards as a present, like which I'd always expect and look forward to in like little writing sets. Don't think my brother ever did, to be fair. I don't it's, think he it's, got it's thank you cards. It's a gender imbalance. Notes. We're not very grateful gender, obviously. That's something, again, if we ever had a family, I'd like to kind of carry that on and always kind of get them pretty thank you cards. Mine always had like fairies on them or something. So, Gemma, sorry, I have to stop you there. We're going to have to take a break and go to the adverts. We do have adverts on this podcast, and uh, you're about to hear one from the 90s. Roll the VT. Well, sound clip. So Gemma, let's talk about what a typical 90s kid had on their Christmas list. Furby. I had a Furby. Mine broke. Yours broke? Yeah, he broke. Did it not go to the Furby hospital? Yeah, I think think we took him, but he was beyond repair. He kept, basically, his eyes were going funny. Oh, I I swear that happened to mine, like where the eyes would like blink at different times. 
right. Yeah, it I was sad. I swear that happened. Mine as well, but it went to the Furby hospital. Mine was white. What was the point of Furby? I don't know. I looked back at it and I genuinely have no idea why we all could wanted it move? Furbies. It couldn't move, could it? No. It would like shake, vibrate or something. And it, what was it? It wasn't even that cute, really. Mine was, it was quite Co- fluffy. Mine was called Coco because it said Coco. So I swear uh, probably a lot of other people listen oh, to this. Oh, God. Who also maybe had a Furby were like, oh, yeah, mine is called Coco too. They look a bit like the Gremlins, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's where the inspiration came from. But yeah, Furby was a big one. I feel like everyone was talking about Furby at school. Tamagotchis? Yeah, I had one, but didn't... Actually, no, I didn't. I think my brother had one. I don't think I had one, you know. Yeah, and I didn't... If I used it, I didn't look after it. It was just boring. What a boring game. I don't... Oh, you got to feed it. Like, I guess it's quite good to teach children. What responsibility? Yeah. Sea monkeys, that was a thing. From sea monkeys? Yeah, my brother definitely had sea monkeys. My brother got sea monkeys. What were they? I what actually know. are sea they monkeys? Like tadpoles. They were like it was in like a green plastic thing, and then they had sea monkeys. But I think it's a really um, kind of clickbaity, misleading name because sea monkeys—they they don't look like monkeys at all. Sea monkeys are a novelty aquarium pet, a type of brine shrimp. Ooh. How strange. Yeah, and that was a present that everyone went that mad was a phase. for, wasn't it? It was a phase. Oh, God. Yeah, my brother definitely had sea monkeys. I and mean, I think that set him off. Like, he used to love fish. He still loves fish. Yeah, but, well, he never looked after him very well. Oh, he tried. <laughs> That's really mean. He really tried. Can I talk about the thing that I always wanted and I don't remember getting? Go on. The Mr. Frosty. I never got that one. I always wanted the little sweet shop things and I never got them either. Or, or maybe we did get it, but it was crap. But I You always, ate it too quickly, probably. I remember wanting it so badly and the advert, the ice cream looked amazing. It was like slush, wasn't it? Like slush puppies type stuff. Mm. I loved the design of the snowman and I really wanted it. It was on all the adverts. I swear they must have had so much advertising spend, but I don't think I got one. I never got one either. I remember, I think my mum actually did say to me, you're not getting the sweet ones. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Isn't it funny as well how many of them are so bad for you? Whether it's yeah. like mentally or physically, they're just terrible for children. Well, it is a bit like, because you always have your chocolate coins. Yeah. You have your... Oh, yeah, so much chocolate. Selection box, which would be the oh, first... Yeah. That's probably the first thing I'd eat, even now as an adult on Christmas Day, <laughs> is I would start eating my selection box. Um, And then plus, if you've got a toy that was always about kind of sweets as well and like ice i didn't like ice cream though mr frosty was he ice cream he was like slush because oh, i didn't like ice yeah, cream like or slush, slush puppies so thing. maybe i didn't ask for that i've just remembered something every boy listening will recognize getting the lynx africa christmas set i've actually got a list i actually took a screenshot of some perfumes again so for girls it was obviously either the charlie set so like charlie blue you had the So Kiss Me range. A bit weird to so get a child. Me. It was called So Kiss Me and it was like um, the deodorant sprays. Oh you also had Britney Spears Curious. Like Britney well, Spears. Britney Spears perfumes were mega successful. They earned they so much money. Um, I don't know. I had it. A lot of people had it, so it must have been good. I don't actually have a sense of smell. Some people might not know this about me. <laughs> I don't have a sense of smell. Where I have a very, 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 very weak sense of smell. So it's very exciting when I can actually smell something. Another big one was J-Lo called Glow. Her perfume was called Glow. Oh, God. I remember Paris Hilton having one and seeing that everywhere. Yeah, I think in the end, everybody had one, like Carrie Katona had one, Big oh, Brother God. contestants had one. In recent years, it's just something that's completely died out. You never now see or hear of. I think well, Sarah I Jessica Parker- Direction had one. Yeah, they would have had, Justin Bieber would have had them. He had them for sure. I'm sure some of the YouTubers would have had them. No, I don't think any YouTubers bought out. Really? No. I, obviously, Zoe had um, her range, but that was 
I wouldn't class that as like a celebrity perfume. That was, she had her oh, own. Oh, she had a proper thing, didn't she? She had her own proper range. It wasn't yeah. just like a random perfume with her face on it called like Zoe. Z. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, is probably the last known celebrity to have a successful perfume, I think. God, they were embarrassing, weren't they? I think it was good entry level for children because they were well, never Justin that expensive. Justin Bieber used to have one. I remember that. But they were never that expensive. So I think it was quite a good entry level because perfumes, my God, they're so expensive. So I think it's quite a good entry level. Mm. But yeah, I think but perfumes. Lynx Africa. Yeah. Lynx Africa was the absolute one. And you could recognize that smell. It was as strong as Paco Rabanne, but it smelled horrible. It smelled like diesel. As in not diesel the brand, as in petrol. It just it's horrible. <laughs> it was so wet and it made your arms. It made for me anyway. It made my arms really scratchy, and I, I used to react to it. The only good thing Links Africa was good at was the shower gel. I used to like the shower gel a lot. I've got a couple of classic ones here for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on wish lists, but definitely people received it, and it was good fun at Christmas. Bop it. Never really enjoyed it. Played it. Oh had my people god. That had it wasn't a fan are you joking oh we'll have to try and find because i don't know if we still got it at home somewhere i have to ask my mum. but uh bop it was amazing oh okay because one of my games was gonna be to ask you what all the features were on it but you're not gonna know are you so the traditional commands on bop it for those of you who did play it and i dedicated a lot of time to it the 1998 hasbro vintage bop it was the absolute one and there was bop it twist it pull it I mean, I swear there was one more. Yeah, let me know if you guys played Bop It because it was a, a big one in the Viney household. I want to do a quick section starting about dolls. So I did receive quite a few dolls growing up. There's one doll I always wanted. I, I remember um, one of my friends tweeted about it a couple of months ago, but I can't remember the actual name of the Barbie. But there was a Barbie series where they had a bit more of a personality, I'd say. And this one, I thought she was French, but then as... When I discovered it again when I was older, she wasn't French. I just, in my head. Oh, did she wear a, a stripy shirt or something? She had an easel. Oh. I think she was called Laura. And, oh, um... yes. The classic French name. <laughs> I think of she course. was called Laura. She had an easel and they had like cooler outfits. and They just had a bit more of a personality. And I always wanted that. And I didn't get it. Oh. Mum did that thing in Toys R Us. Oh, we'll come, you know, maybe we'll get it for Christmas. Then she went back to get it and it had gone. Toys R Us was a big, That's gone big now. mood. Where do you go now? If anyone's listening who has a child, is it just Amazon now? But how does your child know what they want? They don't have your, you don't have your Argus catalogue anymore. Yeah, you do have the catalogue, don't you? I don't think it's as much of a thing now. People watch Netflix now more than TV, so you don't see all the adverts. And you can't wander around Toys R Us. Where, how does a child know what to put on the list now? Oh my, that's such a good point, actually. I'm sure they're seeing it on Instagram. Kids these days are on Instagram from like six years old anyway, aren't they? Maybe. So... Also, um, another staple. Oh, no, YouTube, they'll be getting it from. Like Ryan's Toys Reviews and things like that. That's where they'll be seeing oh. it. That's the new adverts. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Another 90s doll that I think a lot of 90s girls or boys would have received is the Britney Spears Barbie doll. I had never heard of it. And you'd press her belly button and she'd sing. Oh, God. What song was it? Well, like, Baby, I love you. That's not... Is that, that What is that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do you mean hit me baby one more time? I'm not a man. No, girl. <laughs> not yet a woman. No, I like Britney. It was hit me baby one more time. And she was dressed in a schoolgirl outfit creepy yeah and you'd press a belly button and she'd sing oh would you sing that song yeah hit me baby one more time but it's quite good because she sounds very auto-tuned in the song 
So even in the Barbie doll, it actually sounded quite oh, it real. Oh, sounds just like her. Because it was like... <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it sounds just like her. Oh, Stretch Armstrong talking to dolls. Yes. I feel like that was a classic. Yeah, my brother definitely got that before. And um, a few other... I always wanted the Barbie dream house. I've oh. got the Barbie dream house. Always wanted a Barbie car. I didn't get a Barbie car. So that my parents compromised. So I got the Barbie caravan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly amazing the barbie caravan pretty sure i didn't ask for it but it is amazing we've still got it now in the loft and it was actually really good because you could just throw all the stuff in the barbie caravan when you finish playing with it and close it up and it's tidy that's very cute and um shows that i was quite obviously quite a conscient that makes me sound like such a good girl i was like oh and it's good for tidying (laughs) (laughs) did you have one of those like kitchen sets or something like that had the kitchen set that's why i had something like that i remember pretending to be an air hostess with it uh, an air hostess. I don't know. I think I remember what using was your it. kitchen set? Yeah, like, you know, when they walk around, they're like, oh, pretzel. Uh, what? what? <laughs> How does that work with a kitchen set? Also, we uh, used it to be a dentist. Oh, So it was like a little dentist station. Oh, I love that. But no, the Barbie caravan, it was incredible. And I love small spaces. We lived in a very small studio flat. And I honestly think this comes from my Barbie caravan. I had a Barbie airport, which was really good. A Barbie airport. It looks How so does boring. that work? Have it, you got no, a pink plane with it? N- uh, I did get a plane. It was grey, actually. Oh. Thank you very much. It looked like a proper plane. But the airport was amazing. So it looked really boring from the outside. It was just like a white plastic box. Yeah. Then you'd open it up and there'd be like an airport and you've got um, a pilot Barbie. Mine is called Melanie. Oh, well, it's not called Barbie. Well, I called her Melanie. Oh, right. But you okay. can't, if you have more than one Barbie, they can't all have the same name. No, like, Hi, you- Barbie. Hello, Barbie. <laughs> I mean, that's boring. No, but I thought you meant the brand was. No, called I called. Melanie. I called her Melanie. She looked like a Melanie. I didn't have that many action men. Yeah, I think Geordie maybe did. I don't remember having that many or playing with them anyway. Um, I, my brother, my dad used to play with that action man when he was a little boy. So my brother definitely did. Well, I had a few action men. I never got a Kendall. Never, no. never, ever got a Kendall. So I just used to use Action Man if I needed like a boy character <laughs> or the villain. Oh, poor Barbie having to be shacking up with that action man. And then if there was a Barbie that I didn't like, she had to date the villain where he had like a purple ponytail. <laughs> oh, God. Because at least Ken was a bit more cultured, wasn't well, he? I swear, I mean, like, you know, he'd have like, he'd be quite fashionable. No, Ken. I mean, Ken is boring, isn't he? Yeah, but Action Man's like a brute. Yeah, but. Oh, he's got those abs. Ken is boring. Ken would be a bland, <laughs> bland husband. I'm surprised they called him Ken. Was it made in the 50s or something? Is I think that it was actually Barbie and Ken. I think it is 50s. Ken, you don't meet many Kens these days, do you? Ken Barlow? That's probably oh, the only but, Ken I know. Oh, he's fictional. <laughs> Beanie Babies? I loved Beanie Babies. I had probably about 30 Beanie Babies, I think, honestly. I had a few Beanie Babies. I don't think I had 30, though. I That was like my favourite thing in the world growing up, though. My, I loved my Beanie Babies more than anything. Did you? Yeah. Did you play games with them? Yeah, I was their teacher. Oh, <laughs> I was their religion. No, I was their teacher and they were all my students. So it was a cult? Yeah, of Beanie Babies. <laughs> were there rare Beanie Babies? Was mm-hmm. that a thing? Yeah, I thought, I'm pretty sure we had some, but I don't think they were actually the rare ones. Wasn't there like a Princess Diana one or something stupid? I had the Princess Diana one. That is so, how was there a Princess Diana Beanie Baby? It was purple and it had a little white rose on it oh, i think my dad got these all though when he was um working in um asia i don't know how authentic how legit these are rare beanie babies are. we had a millennial not millennial millennium beanie baby where i think it was silver and had like a little firework on it but oh. these were just the plain bears with a green one had a little football on it 
cute. I think I had that one. Yeah. The green one. Yeah, I remember the green one. I didn't really like the bears. I liked the ones that was like, it's a, I had one that was a chick. It was a little fluffy chick. I had a sloth. Oh. Called, geez. oh, it's going to really annoy me. What was it called? Think of a pudding. Banoffee. There we go. Oh, I'm so happy. I love banoffee pie. I had a sloth called banoffee. actually i think it's probably time i'm getting a word in my ear yeah we're gonna have to go to another break so we'll be back after these messages stay tuned It's the craziest trap you'll ever see. The first to capture everyone else's mouse is the winner. Just turn the crank and snap the blank and boot the marble right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole and knock the ball in the rubber up top, which hits the man into the fan. The trap is set. Here comes the net. Ouch! Mouse trap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. I, I knew you were a winner. Mouse trap from Milton Bradley. I feel like the 90s was the boom of the video game console. We had Nintendo, I think, came up first. I had a PlayStation. Um, did you have a PlayStation, Gem? Josh did, yeah. Yeah? I didn't play on it, though. PlayStation was the absolute one. I remember vividly playing FIFA 98 with my dad. That was a fun one. And Abe's Odyssey was another game we really liked, too, which was really difficult, actually. But I think one game that everyone can relate to is Crash Bandicoot. He's still around now, still doing absolute bits. What a game. I loved Crash Bandicoot. It used to give me quite a bit of anxiety. You know, the one where the ball's chasing him? Oh, classic. Great, great Couldn't level. deal with that one. And it, and it changes. It was a polar bear in one game. Oh, that was horrible as well, that one. I used to hate the boss levels, though. They were so difficult. I didn't like... I liked the racing one. The racing one was always good. Crash Team Racing. At, spent so many hours on that game. Do you know what I like that no one really talks about? Rayman. I didn't like Rayman. Oh, I really like Rayman. But again, there's one level, though, where the water's rising and he has to get out. And it oh, that was stressful. And then, obviously, we've covered Pokemon. But the Game Boy was a really big one. Game Boy Color. Do you remember I kept trying to find what Game Boy... So there was Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Game Boy Advanced was the <gasps> that like, was purpley it. Yeah. one. Love those games. About an eye toy. I forgot it down here. The PlayStation iToy. That was brilliant. Amazing. When I'm cleaning, cleaning windows. You could just walk right up to the iToy and like just move your body and then it'd go. That doesn't surprise me that you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Doesn't that surprise me you found a way to hack the game. Well done. Are you proud of yourself? Oh, I've just remembered one they, game. Wait, wait, wait. They had a very, very good football level on that iToy. Do you remember you got to keep the ball up? Oh, yeah. That was a really fun one. And then one way you had to pop balloons, I think, That was well. a good one. I remember that. Dance map. Yeah, I didn't have it. Oh, you would have loved it. Oh, it was so good. That was a really, really good present. That was, oh, that was a 10 out of 10. Because all of that was really before, because I remember I only converted to Xbox, Xbox 360, which I think I was a teenager then. But I remember I got the Xbox 360 after I broke my wrist and I had to have an operation on it. I was going to have a lot of time off school. So I was going to get it for Christmas. And mum said, do you want a Christmas present early? If you've hurt your wrist, is it not quite and difficult? And I said, yes. Well, yeah, it was quite... I had a cast on, so it was. I could still play, but your, oh. your hands and your fingers are still free. Did you ever meet Penelope? Pen- yes. You did Penelope, meet Penelope. The, the doll, yes. No, she's not the a doll. Bunny. It's a dog. It's a poodle. Oh, no, I didn't then. <gasps> didn't meet Penelope. I got an early Christmas present one year when I watched a harrowing christmas film that left me distraught jack frost i think there's someone quite famous in jack frost actually i want to say birdman birdman oh it's in um michael keaton maybe i've made that up 
it does star Michael Keaton. Does it well actually? Yeah, it does, does it actually? Yeah, it does. I'm well happy with that. So yeah, I watched that film and I would not recommend it to anybody. It is absolutely horrific. And I remember getting it from Blockbusters. I remember the adverts being so long. I remember my mum came in to check on me and the adverts were still going. She's like, oh, are you enjoying the film? <laughs> I was like, it's not started yet. <laughs> still the adverts. Oh, but I like that. I like <laughs> it when there's adverts on a DVD or a VHS. Because I like trailers. But basically, I'm going to do a spoiler for you. So if you do want to watch Jack Frost, fast forward. Um, it's basically about a dad who travels a lot for Christmas and he's in a car accident and dies. So comes back as a oh snowman. God. And my dad used to travel a lot um, growing up. I don't think he was there when I watched the film. He was away at work and I was hysterical. I was crying so much. So I got an early Christmas present and it was a jelly cat, I think was the brand. It was a jelly cat cushion. And uh, it looked like a pink poodle with hearts on it. Oh. So I got Penelope as an early Christmas present, aren't you? I've got one for you. Moving on to games, because I think Christmas, everyone plays games with their families. Yeah. It's a good opportunity for everyone to have a good giggle. Some people get very competitive. I have to hold my hand up to that. We were a very competitive family. But do you remember the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire board game? Yes, that was such a good one. It was the, the actually the present of the year in 1999. We got that. Yeah, my brother got that one, yeah. It was a phenomenon. And it was an amazing game as well. And I swear it was almost a bit interactive where Chris Tarrant would like be voicing it. It was really clever. It was amazing. I really enjoyed it. There's two versions. There was the interactive one for TV. And then there was the board game, which was just like the card sort of game. But it was really clever the way they did it because you had all the different like you have to move up to a million. It was amazing. And obviously everyone still does it now, but Monopoly. I don't really remember that many games. I had one really, really good one, which um, was a princess game. It was actually very strange now I think about it. So it was all you different princesses and you've got this like thing in the middle of the board game yeah. and you have to get a key and you have to go up to these doors and unlock it and match with your prince. It's like okay. Tinder. It's like oh Princess Tinder. So you have to go around the board game, get your key and you've got to go get enough steps to kind of go along to your door to make it and then if you get the right prince like you know aurora's got a match with her right prince and bell's got a match oh, with the beast that sounds and, good oh that was such how, a good how are you game. moving around the, the I board think you just roll a dice and you're like two okay because there was a game called frustration did you ever play that and it's a similar thing not with princesses but you gotta go around the board and you'll get different things and the way you do it is you press down on this like suction thing in the middle of the board and it does like there's like dice in there and you press down on it and then it like i've never pops up do you know what I always kind of wanted, but also didn't want? Mousetrap. That oh, advert, I've got it on the list. I love Mousetrap. That advert was constantly playing, I swear. That advert was just always on. Oh my God. I loved that game so much. It's so cute. You would love it. I've just remembered and another amazing game I got. What? So it's a Harry Potter one. It's a Harry Potter one. And it's um, where you've got <gasps> oh this little my, ball. Is it when you levitate yeah. it? Yeah, I had that game. It, it was so clever. So you have this little like polystyrene ball. Yeah. And um, there's like obviously like, air coming out from the bottom of the board. Yeah. And you've got to move it along, get it through all the hoops. It's like Quidditch. And you've got to move it through all these hoops and levitate it. And it was honestly, oh, that was an incredible game. Do you remember what the spell is for levitation? No, go on. Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, yeah, I do know that one. No, not Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> Gemma's cringing at me I swear you got it the wrong way around I think I did 
That's okay. But I loved Mousetrap. When it, at the end, have you never played it? I think we need to try I think and I played obtain it once it. around someone's house. And you catch the mouse at the end, like the, the trap goes Isn't down. It, it looks really complicated. No, so you're going around the board and you're building the trap. Mm-hmm. And then you catch the mouse at the end. It's amazing. No, we had definitely had a shooting laser game where you wore these like vests. Oh and they have like God. a oh this was a really good oh present. my this Gemini, is, that's like quasar this is it, it quasar <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> that so much. it's like quasar no but quasar Qu- no quasar quasar it's almost what? like quasar i say quasar oh i think you're saying that a bit posh i no, think no i'm not that's how you say it's, it it's like do you quasar. know what quasar is i thought it's like quasar laser quest yeah laser quest type quasar thing. quasar <laughs> oh wait i think by the way if you guys aren't from bournemouth quasar was the place that did laser quest it was a brand quasar wasn't the game but la- laser was the brand of people that's who did obviously it. though laser and quest merged together which does not make laser it makes laser no quasar <laughs> <laughs> this is far too complex but no we had um my brother once got this um like little like plastic vest that you'd wear where it had like a red shiny thing on the front oh my god and that sounds amazing it made like a noise if your gun hit that was a really good present. That actually. sounds really that good. That was very good. One year, I think we got uh, Scare Electrics. That was really cool. I don't know what that is. Basically, it's like Hot Wheels, but Formula One, and ah. it's like a, you build this racetrack, and then you have a little con- like remote control, and you make the car go round. It's amazing. That is really good. It was one of my favorite presents, actually. One year, there was this like Poochie, and it was an electric robot dog. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember Poochie. I didn't get one, but I remember Poochie. Oh, I say it wasn't weird. called Poochie, surely. I think it was. Called... Poochie's in The Simpsons. Uh, hang on, I do you remember Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie. Oh yeah, let me have a look. Is Poo Dash Chee? Oh, that's really funny. I wonder if that's where they got one. the inspiration for Simpsons. That was very cute. And we'll be right back after this break. Daddy, watch me feed my baby organ. So I want to talk about Baby Orgon. What's Baby Orgon? So Baby Orgon was basically a doll that you could feed. I think the tagline is, hang on, I'll get up the tagline for you. So fun to feed again and again. (laughs) (laughs) And again. And again. Ages three up. And it was a little doll with um, like curly blonde hair, blue eyes, pink bows, and a little pink poofy dress with baby all gone. Looks very scary. And you had baby cherries and a little blue plastic spoon. Cherries? Yep. Is that what babies eat? I don't know why it's cherries. (laughs) But it's cherries. Sounds like an anime character. Babies don't eat cherries. I've got a little Amazon description if you want one. Baby Orgon is a happy looking doll with soft, squishy body, but more solid legs, arms and head. She has shiny blonde hair, big blue eyes and a lovely pink dress bearing a print of her favourite fruits. Cherry. Baby Orgon comes with a real milk bottle and a jar of cherries. First, the milk bottle needs to be filled. Simply hold the milk preparation can against the top of the bottle and it will magically fill it with real milk. When the bottle is pressed to the baby's mouth, the milk then magically disappears. Time for pudding. And luckily... (laughs) (laughs) And luckily cherries... Time for pudding. (laughs) Luckily cherries are baby's favourite. Just dip the spoon into the delicious cherry-scented jar, pull out a spoon full of fruits and feed the doll. 
She'll eat them all in one bite. <laughs> so I got this doll one year for Christmas. Did you name it? Cherry, maybe? Oh, God, you're boring. I don't know. I can't remember ever naming the doll. I remember playing with it once, and I don't think I played with it much after that. So I got this one Christmas, and um, obviously the whole kind of concept is you've got this plastic spoon, you put it in the plastic cherry thing, and then, like... It has these plastic cherries actually on the spoon, so you can see these plastic cherries. Oh, brilliant. This is you, sounding very good for the environment. And then you put it in the doll's mouth and the cherries disappear. So I was obviously a bit like, oh, okay, so she's eating them. Has she actually eaten them? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to test this theory out. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to put it in my mouth and brilliant. see what happens. So I filled it with cherries. The plastic cherries were there. I put it in my mouth and they disappeared. <laughs> I went mental. <laughs> So I I thought I was going to die. Why? Because I'd eaten plastic. I honestly... <laughs> my, yeah, but you didn't chew anything. My little mind could comprehend and knew that plastic is bad and you don't eat plastic. Yeah. My mum had taught me, right... Don't eat plastic. You don't eat Got plastic, you. Gemma, right? So I knew that. So I, I knew I was aware, don't eat plastic. My mind could comprehend that, okay, I don't fully trust this doll's eating it. <laughs> So I'm going to test it out myself, but I just couldn't comprehend. Then where had it gone? So I assumed I'd eaten it. Yeah, but you didn't swallow. How, I how don't does know. that work? Well, exactly. That's why I was probably crying. Yeah. Um, so I was, at, yeah, I was absolutely hysterical. I was in floods of tears. You'd be, if your mum and dad had like written in to Amazon or something, you'd sound like one of those very special kids, wouldn't you? That'd be a good Amazon review. Yeah, it would. <laughs> one star. My child, child ate it. <laughs> I want to also quickly talk about one doll that I'd completely forgotten about. And I, this is probably the last doll I actually played with before I was like too old. I, this is like we all of the dolls had gone into the loft. But I remember I kept these dolls in like a little black bag in the top part of my wardrobe because I was like, I can still play with them. And it is called What's Her Face? What's Her Face? That's what they look like. Oh, they look horrendous. What's Her Face was a line of customizable dolls that straddled the line between traditional fashion dolls and creativity activity dolls. Made by Mattel, the line ran from 2001 to 2003 and enjoyed only a modest success in the market dominated by Mattel's iconic Barbie and MGA's entertainment Bratz dolls. Following the discontinuation of What's Her Face line, the body moulds were used for the We Three Friends line of Barbie-related dolls. Several fashion wig and activity packs were also released for the What's Her Face line. The standard What's Her Face dolls are approximately 9.5 tall. Their most recognisable feature is a large round head with no facial features. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> the doll's completely blank face is intended to be drawn on. Oh, no. So, so if you're not very good at art, you're going to create some absolutely terrifying came, dolls. So these dolls Did came... Did you have marker pen? Yes, yeah, so these dolls were brilliant. They came with these washable marker pens, different wigs. These were like the kind of drag queen of the dolls world. They had the best outfits. So they had these pink and purple like wigs with really kind of bright colours, cool hairstyles. They then had these really cool clothes. Like I know mine had like a silver metallic skirt. Yeah. And it all came with these like washable marker pens and also stamps. So stamps have eyes and lips. So you oh, could obviously okay. put That's your washable clever. marker pen on the stamp and stamp it onto her face. So you could create her face, change up her hair. You could also draw on her clothes. 
So you could like draw on the like the kind of dress, the patterns and... Oh, as in like make it like you could do a floral one. Yeah. Okay. It was so good. That sounds very creative actually. That's why I kind of thought, oh, I can keep this one a little bit longer. But I think we need to do a mention of um, Kaplunk as another game. Don't know what Kaplunk is. You never played Kaplunk? No. It was like a big ball and you had loads of like, um, like sticks going into it. And yet the pool sticks out. Oh, without... I did. Yeah, it was really good. I was, mine wasn't called Kaplunk. Mine was like something to do with pirates. What? But it was, no, and I had a monkey one as well. Oh, wait a minute. I actually know the branding you're talking about. Yeah, similar. Similar to that. It was exactly, it wasn't Kaplunk, but it was a version. I My brother had a pirate one. <gasps> no, it wasn't a pirate one. My brother had this game where you had to pull out these swords. I played that game. And, and what happened? I can't remember. <laughs> There's something happened at the end of it, but you had to pull out these swords from a pirate ship. And then the pirate pops off. Yeah, that's it. And then I had a kaplunk where it was loads of monkeys and you pull out these branch things and they all fall. <laughs> Which I think was a bit like kaplunk, but better because it was monkeys in a tree. And do you remember the game Operation? Yeah, I never had Operation. Brilliant game. It was like really fine art. So if you don't know what Operation fine art. is. You say it's really fine art. <laughs> no, fine art in the sense that it was very difficult and you had to really concentrate. But basically a patient was lying there and you have to use these like tweezers I don't think people, to I take people out organs. I know what operation is. Like, what you you're like, so basically, don't. guys. And then obviously, everyone knows Jenga. Oh yeah, still going now. We Great had um, some Jenga things as part of our like um, guest book at the wedding. Well, it was very cute. Yeah, we left some marker pens and a load of bricks for the Jenga. So now, when we play Jenga, we get to see what people were wishing us. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, the magic eight ball. Yeah, I don't think I ever got one. My friend had one. I didn't have one either, but I remember playing it loads because I would always be like, "Does so and so fancy me?" Oh, you were a cringy little card, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Will I be famous? Oh, well, you're <laughs> such a narcissist. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a slinky? I'm, yeah, yeah, I you did. Go down Going the, down, the down the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Brilliant. So the one addition I wanted to talk about that was in the noughties, did you ever get with the craze Beyblades? No. My brother got into it and then I also got into it. They're amazing. No, I, I remember people playing them on you the lids. Like, you like rip them. Oh, they were so good. I thought the boys that did that at school were really embarrassing. <laughs> 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 they're on their, on their like the school break. They'd like be playing on like the top of a bin or something. Yeah. It was always a quite sad children that did it in <laughs> my year. So... It was really cool, though. And they would spin so fast. And the way you did it is that you would battle each other. So it'd be whichever one standing at the end wins. And my brother got a stadium for it, like a Beyblade stadium. Oh, Geordie. It was was really cool. I thought it was amazing. I've just remembered another classic 90s toy. Yes. The alien. Yeah, in the um, the egg. egg. Oh, that was a brilliant present. Loved my alien. Do you want to know a little bit of uh, trivia about the alien in the egg? Is it that it never actually did give birth and that was just a lie? No, it does give... If you put it in the freezer, it gives does birth. Does it actually? Yes. Does it actually, though? Yes. Okay. I've done it. It's really cool. Um, did you have a Nerf gun? Do I look like I had a Nerf gun, Matt? <laughs> I had a game where you have to, like, Tinder for Barbie... for Tinder for princesses. You didn't have a Nerf gun, then? No, I did not have a Nerf gun. Nerf guns are fun. And then, um, I think just to wrap up our episode, Yo-Yo... I was rubbish at yo-yo. I was rubbish at yo-yo too. And I was really sad because I always wanted to be good. I always wanted to walk the dog. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I would just roll mine along and pretend I was doing it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Actually, I want to talk about one final thing because you're really good at it and I want everyone else to know how good you are. Connect Four. Oh, I am. I'm really good. But I always call it, what do I call it? Four in a row. <laughs> we didn't have the official branded Connect Four. You had like the tiger version of it. <laughs> we, yeah, we had the uh, cheap version. So it couldn't call itself Connect Four. It's just called Four in a Row. So I always forget and I call it Four in a Row. Should we play Four in a Row, guys? Brilliant game. I am really good at it though, aren't I? Yeah, but the sad thing is if you didn't have the official version, on the official version, when you get Four in a Row, you then like... You do a leave and they all fall out into the thing. It's amazing. Oh, I would just have to tip mine upside down. <laughs> yeah. That's the primitive version. Yeah, but I am. I think so. I am good at that. And then notable mentions, just iPod mini. I feel like that was a big present. Again, Everyone I had wanted. to wait. My first iPod had happy 14th birthday Josh written on the back of mine. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Thanks, mum and dad. Thanks, Josh. Um, the Sims. Still never, a big game. A bit I of never, now. ever played video games. Never played them. We played Crash Bandicoot. But again, I was really old. It was when me and my mum, what were me and my mum doing? But we got it down from the loft and me and my mum just played it. But I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite oh, old. Oh, that's sweet. And then, do you remember the wristbands? There was like a were racism wristband kick it out. There was a live strong poverty? wristband. Was it, is it the poverty one? Yeah, there would have been one. Yep. Yeah, and Buzz Lightyear was also a very big present. Never. Of the time. Never. My brother I don't know had, anybody. Or maybe I had it, actually. It was like a metallic-y one I had. I don't know. I never saw that ever in my life. Really? No, none of my friends had that. I had a lot of Polly Pockets as well. I do think talking about all of those presents has made me realise, though, how much plastic there was. Oh, an insurmountable... I can't even... Insurmountable, but um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much plastic. Um, so I think it is quite good and quite interesting to see now that is changing because... How it's being tackled. Yeah, because yeah, I think every game we've mentioned... I did have a wooden doll, who, which I also liked, if you wanted to know. I got it for my birthday, though, not Christmas. And you could, like, change your outfits. No, I, I know what you mean. There's a lot of plastic. And I remember in my stockings, there'd be a lot of plastic and things like that as well. Oh, the first two I mentioned, they was wooden. So well yeah. done, me. Well, well done, mum and done. dad. Well done... Alan and Louise, and well done, Gemma. Yeah. But to wrap up this episode, uh, let us know what you guys were receiving and what you wanted and what you had and what your friends had that you wish you had. Email us at rememberthisquestionmark at gmail.com. That's question mark is in the word, but we'd love to hear from you. We've got one more Christmas special coming up before we take a short break over the Christmas period. And that'll be an actual break, not a pretend break. Like We'll, we'll be back in January. We we'll... might have ad breaks. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what 2020 will bring? But also, just in the spirit of Christmas, we were talking about presents everyone was receiving. But please do bear in mind that not everybody is as fortunate as us. So we're very aware of our privilege during this episode. And if you can donate to a charity or a food bank or anything like that to help those less fortunate at Christmas, then please do. It's actually one of our resolutions at the moment that each time we do a food shop, we're going to buy something to put in a food bank just to try and, you know, do something. Well, I think obviously food banks, there's always that little um, section at the end of the till point where you can drop off food for the food bank. So it's not like you have to go anywhere else. It's right there. Once you finish your shopping, there is somewhere for you to drop it off. And if a particular party which will probably win the general election this week in the UK. Things won't get any easier for those who are less fortunate. So let's do what we can in our own individual ways. This is, I've been Matt Bentley-Viney. 
It's Jam and Bentley Viney. We're off to watch Knives Out in the cinema now. Yeah, we'll let you know how it is. And if you could please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate that. It massively helps us out. And yeah, just let us know your, your thoughts, your feedback. Can we be doing things better? Let us know. Did you enjoy this episode? Would you like to hear us talk about other things other than TV shows? Or are you a bit like, don't do that again? Yeah, go back to TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you later, guys. Have a good week. Thank you. Bye.